with us on the Hogwarts Express, walk down Main Street with our best super pals, and defy gravity with us as we talk about all things fandom. Hello and welcome back to Fanfic House, a member of the Real Fans Podcast Network. I'm Emma. And I'm Gabby. And this week we're going to be talking about the Disney live action remakes from the late 90s to more recently, I think there was one that came out last year, two years ago? 2020. 2020. November. Mulan. Yeah. But we get two at some point this year. One of them hasn't had an announced of like when it's going to be released. And then the other one's supposed to be September. Aww. Who knows? Yeah. So, shall we get started? Yeah. So, I found, like, an insider article called, Why Disney Keeps... Sorry about that. Why Disney Keeps Remaking So Many of Its Animated Movies. I can tell you why. It's the first sentence. Money. (laughs) Remaking Disney classics is an easy way for the company to print money at the box office. Money. 100% playing off the nostalgia factor for people our age. Um, they're four quadrant films, meaning they're films that appeal to men and women below the age, below and above the age of 25. And Disney yeah. was able to deliver something nostalgic for fans of the originals while offering something new for young children, many of whom may be children of fans who grew up with the originals. I believe it. Yeah. It's, here's the thing about it. It bothers me because they are remaking some of Disney's most creative and best films, in my yes. opinion. I think this era that they're recreating, this the Disney Renaissance, right? That mm-hmm. is the most creative, most successful point of Disney history since the company freaking started, like in yeah. the 30s, since they started making movies in the late 30s, early I... 40s. I think if they um, were to start doing these remakes, which obviously they have because we're talking about them, but they should have done the classics like, well, we're going to mm-hmm. get into it, but 101 Dalmatians and Peter Pan and mm-hmm. those guys that are older films that have some more problematic things like Peter Pan with the Native American representation. Yeah. I mean, I just, I don't know. I, I have such a problem with, like, redoing things that have already yeah. been done. Like, that's why it bothers me that so many musicals on Broadway right now are movie adaptations. Oh, same. It bothers me because it's like, where's the freaking creativity? Like, don't get me wrong. I love Mean Girls. I love Heathers. I love all of those, yeah. you know, shows. Mulan but we don't Rouge. need a Back to the Future musical. Yeah, we don't or need a Karate Back to the Future. Or Karate Kid. Yeah. Like, Both I, of which are coming to Broadway. 
Yeah, and I was pretty upset when I saw that Mrs. Doubtfire was going to Broadway. I mean, even if it was good, I already had this preconceived notion in my mind that it was going to be bad. By the way, I guess that this is not going to be video because I forgot to click video. And this is a great conversation. Um, just start recording now. Okay. And just like do like a little like blurb. <laughs> Sorry, we forgot to record. Here's the rest of it. <laughs> I just noticed it. Luckily, it wasn't further into the episode. Sorry, yeah. video people. Hi. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome. Um, but streaming powers, um, like, are some of the most powerful apps in the world, including YouTube, Netflix, Spotify, Disney Plus, and more. And before the service Disney Plus launched in November of 2019, Disney limited how uh, often some of their original animated films were in circulation with the Disney Vault. Yeah, and like before home video, before everything came out on home video. Yeah. It was, you had to see them in theaters when they came by. Like, you got, yeah. you had one chance, you know? Yeah. And it was when they came around in theaters for their re-releases every or seven like, years. What, what is it? The Disney Summer thing? Film Festival, yes. Yeah, the Disney that Summer Film Festival. That was in the Tri-State Festival. area. <laughs> I've been starting to listen to Disorder, guys. But yeah, so unless you had some of the classics on VHS or on DVD, Blu-ray... Mm-hmm. If it was even released in that format, mm-hmm. then you would not have access to it. Yeah. So then Disney Plus came along and started remaking everything. Because mm-hmm. I think 2019 had four of them, and two of the four were released on Disney Plus exclusively. Yeah. But that still doesn't take away, I don't know, it still doesn't retract from the fact that this is all one giant money ploy to get I know. the nostalgia feelings going <laughs> from I know. our generation. Anyway. So shall we talk about some of these released Disney films? Yeah. The first one is actually one of my favorites. <laughs> and the Disorder guys recently covered it. Yeah, they did. I listened to their episode about it. And it's a uh, 101 Dalmatians from 1996, starring Glenn Close as Corella Deville. <laughs> yes, and it's great. Um, it's a remake of the 1961 animated film of the same name, which was based on the Dodie Smith novel 101 or the 101 Dalmatians from 1956. Mm-hmm. And the film was released on November 27th of 1996. So it was a November film. And the film grossed about $320.7 million against a budget of $75 million. So just, just a small chunk of change. Yeah. Just a little. Well, and because, again, I had just listened to the 101 Dalmatians episode that the boys did. They were talking about how heavily publicized this movie was. To the point where Disney ended up pay, um, getting permission... To paint the Hollywood sign with Dalmatian spots to promote the movie. No. Yes. That's kind of adorable. I kind of love that, though. Hold on. Is this the movie where Cruella DeVille gets baked into a pie? No. Is that 102 Dalmatians? I think it's 102. The one with Glenn Close, though. Yes. 
Because I vividly remember that one. This is the one with <laughs> Arthur Weasley too. as one of the Horace or Jasper. He was. They were in the second one too. Oh, I don't remember the second one. No, it's just I remember vividly the scene where she gets baked into a pie. <laughs> they used to play on Disney Channel all the time. Yes, they did. I, I would say that this one. Um, let's see. This is kind of curse. I'm trying to figure out. 102, Baking Cruella DeVille. Okay, okay. So it wasn't 102 Dalmatians. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, I liked this one. Yeah, this one's cute. I mean, for me, they kind of like mash together in my head. <laughs> yeah. Um, I like the 1996 101 Dalmatians better than I like Cruella. From what last year? Oh, we didn't even put Cruella on this list. It wasn't on the Wikipedia page. (laughs) Well, I mean, it's technically not. It's It's not a remake. It's a prequel. prequel. So there we go. Cruella's not going to be covered. Fine. But also, Alice threw the looking glasses on on here. Excuse me. I didn't include sequels of the remakes because. Fine. (laughs) The list would have gotten long because we would have had the Maleficent two, Alice, Alice in Wonderland two, and I feel like there's another one. Maybe not. I don't think there's another one. Never mind. Nope. Oh well. We had so many already like, produced ones, and there's a lot to come soon. Okay, fine. Okay, okay. Um, but yeah, I don't know. This movie's good. It's interesting yeah. that 101 Dalmatians was the one that kind of kicked it off. Kicked off mm-hmm. the live action remake craze. Mm-hmm. And it's it was a 19- full circle, don't you think? Yeah. It was 1996. Uh-huh. And the next one we didn't get for almost 20 years. I think. Well, 14 years. I say good. I do too. Honestly. Speaking of 14 years, 2010 brought us Alice in Wonderland, which includes um, Johnny Depp as the Mad Hatter. I, Alice, oh, nope, that is the character's name. I did not write down the cast for this one. <laughs> Hold on, I'm going to press um, I remember Anne Hathaway was the White Queen, and, um, oh gosh, what's her name? Helena Bonham Carter was the Red Queen. Yes. Um, let's see. Who else? Mia, was it Klaski as Alice? Okay, W-A-S-I-K-O-W-S-K-A is the last name. Not a clue. Which is why I guessed what I guessed. Fair. Um, Um, who else was in it? Voices of Alan Rickman and Timothy Spall, Stephen Fry. Yes. And Michael Sheen. Yeah. Let's see. What? What's the cast? So Johnny Depp as the Mad Hatter. Mm-hmm. Mia Wasikowski as Alice. I'm really no, I'm butchering that name. Helena yeah. Bottom Carter as the Red Queen. Anne Hathaway as the White Queen. Mm-hmm. Crispin Glover as the Knave of Hearts. Matt Lucas as Tweedledee and Tweedledum. Let's mm-hmm. see who Matt. Oh, from Doctor Who. That's his big thing. Never saw Doctor Who. Don't come me neither. Don't come for us. We don't know Doctor Who. Francis de la Tour as Alice's aunt. 
Okay, I think we got enough. Who played the Cheshire Cat? Stephen Fry, the same guy that did all the, the audiobooks for Harry Potter. Alan Rickman played the Caterpillar, and Timothy Spall was a dog. If I may. Yeah. I prefer the other Harry Potter audiobooks, not the Stephen Fry ones. Okay, I didn't know we were getting controversial today. The other ones are so good. Oh my gosh, what is his name? Who reads them? I have to look it oh, up. I can't remember now. I forget, but I know who you're talking about. I'm already pulling up the cast for the next one. Um, This is like such a tangent that I don't need to be going on right now. It's um, fine. Go on it. I was listening to The Prisoner of Azkaban earlier. Jim Dale. Yeah, he's good. But Alice in Wonderland is a remake slash continuation of the 1951 Disney mm-hmm. film of the same name, Alice in Wonderland. And it follows Alice, who is a 19-year-old girl, who is told that she can restore the White Queen to her throne with the help of the Mad Hatter. And it, that she is the only one who can slay the Jabberwocky controlled by the Red Queen. So, okay. <laughs> I liked this one. I, I had too. this one on DVD. I loved this one, honestly. This one was good. The film premiered in London at the Odin Leicester Square on February 25th of 2010. And it had a budget of about 150 to 200 million. And it grossed over $1.025 billion. And it was directed by Tim Burton. Yeah. And, oh, I mean, another of one on this list was. Which one? Dumbo. Oh, I didn't see that one. I didn't see that one either. <laughs> um, Dumbo will go by fast then. Yeah. Um, no, I I liked this movie, and you can tell it like you could tell it's a Tim Burton movie because it has his two favorite people, Helen Bonham Carter, Carter and Johnny Depp. and Johnny Depp. Yes. Um. Anyway. No, oh. it's good. Yeah. It's. I don't think I've seen it in a hot minute though i haven't seen it either i like i watched it a lot when i was in my like super emo phase (laughs) i love that alice in wonderland for your emo phase i mean it was dark it was scary the jabberwocky scared the crap out of me true i thought it was jabberwock i don't know i i aren't the jabberwockies the dance group You're making me look. No, no, no. I just. No, it's a Jabberwocky from the Lewis Carroll. Okay, I, I stand corrected. Maybe they're named after it. I have Maybe. no idea. Honestly, I have, I have no idea. No idea. So, <laughs> 2014 brought us our first. Oh, I guess I have to include Corella if I'm going to include this next one. Yeah, kind of. Well, not necessarily. <laughs> I mean, this one also takes place during the events of the film. True. So I'm going to fight that this one counts. I think there's just a lot of exposition. Yes. So the next one is the 2014 Maleficent, Mm -hmm. which starred um, Angelina Angelina Jolie Jolie. as Maleficent, Elle Fanning as Aurora, Charlotte Copley as Stefan. Yeah. Charlotte... Hopefully, question mark. 
I don't know why I keep running track. He's not been in anything else that I've seen, so I'm going to go with that. Okay. I'm looking at his... Yeah, he... No, he hasn't been in anything I've seen. Okay. Um, Sam Riley as Diable. Imelda Swinton... Or, Imelda Stoughton as Not Grass, who I'm pretty sure... Was, yeah, she was Umbridge. Yeah. Juno Temple as Thistlewit. The Green Fairy, Leslie Manville as Little, and Britain Thwaites, my man, as Prince Philip. And that's all I'm... Oh, and... No. Yeah, that's all I'm gonna go. Okay, so wait. Who are the fairies? Imoda Stoughton as Not Grass, the red one. Uh-huh. Juno Temple as Thistlewit, the green one. Mm-hmm. And Leslie Manville as Flittle, the blue one. So, Flora, Fauna, and Merryweather. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Why do they have to rename them? I like Flora, Fauna, and Merryweather. I think I those know. are like... Wait, can we talk about how the sequel replaces Britain Thwaites as Prince Philip and it's a crime? Who? Britain Thwaites. Dick Grayson from Titans. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm done. <laughs> also, what, whatever the guy's name is in The Giver, he's also in The Giver movie. Jonius? Yes, him. <laughs> okay. But Dick Grayson is the more important one for Prince Philip here. But yeah, At they recast her. him. Yes. But they recast him in the sequel. I don't oh. know who they recasted him as, but I think he was busy doing Titans. Well, so they good thing we're not talking him. about that one. Yeah. <laughs> He, he's who I gender-bent cast as Wanda in our Marvel gender-bent casting episode. That was so long ago. But, okay. I, well, I barely remember what I had for breakfast this morning. True. Me. Um, but the story takes inspiration from the 1959 animated classic, um, but also tells the story of the perspective from Maleficent. Which is the first time we see a live action film from the villain's perspective. Yes. Which we've only gotten Cruella since. Mm-hmm. I think this is the, those are like the only two Disney films we get from the villain's perspective. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean. <laughs> we both went. Eh. <laughs> um, it began filming on June 18th of 2012 and was released on May 30th of 2014 in 3D. Why Why was the 3D important in that sentence? I have no idea. Um, the film received mixed um, reviews from critics, but was a box office and commercial success, grossing over um, $758 million worldwide. They started filming on my birthday. Yeah. <laughs> Sure. No, we're not going to say age, even though we already always date ourselves. We always do. I would have been, let's see, I would have been 11 years old. Yeah, you would have been 11. Yep. I remember when this movie came out. I do, too. It was good. I liked it. Yeah. I think I saw it in theaters. I did, too. I think my yeah. dad took me. <laughs> yeah. My dad usually took me to movies because my mom would always fall asleep. So, I'm pretty sure my dad took me. Yep. Yep. 
So the next one, which I really remember coming out, probably because they did a lot of promotional stuff over at Hollywood Studios. They did so much promotional for it here. Everywhere. There was so much promotion for it everywhere. And it was the 2015 Cinderella. Cinderella. And let me get the cast up. The cast includes Lily James as Cinderella, Mm -hmm. Richard Madden as the prince known as Kit, Kate Blanchett as the stepmother, Helena Bonham Mm -hmm. Carter again as the fairy godmother, Mm -hmm. Nonzo Anozzi as Captain, Stellan Skarsgård as Grand Duke, Sophie McShera as Drizella, and Holiday Granger as Anastasia. I forgot Holiday Granger was in this movie. Yeah. I like her. She is she plays Bonnie in my favorite Bonnie and Clyde movie. Okay. That's like such a random thing, but she does. I love her. Yeah, I liked this movie. Yeah. I don't know. It was good. I like um, the dress. The dress was everywhere. Yes. Um, I remember they kept on bringing this like they had a replica of the um the shoe the shoe and the um the carriage at Hollywood Studios and they would have pic- people take pictures with it and I That's think so I have cute. a picture of me with it. That's so cute. Probably me and my little sister circa 2015. Cute. Yeah, I mean, it was also accompanied by Frozen Fever, which at this this was like the peak of Frozen mania. Yes. Um, oh yeah, I completely forgot that Frozen Fever came out like right before it. This literally was the peak of Frozen Fever, like wow. Can we just all like collectively agree that the period of time where dads were sprinting to the Norway Pavilion in Epcot as soon as it opened to get their spot in line for their kids to visit Anna and Elsa? Like, can we just like all period of time? It's still still happening. Yes. Okay. Well, the time when it first started, can we agree to call that Frozen Fever? Yes. I like it. I think we should all just agree right now. Um, and the film garnered over $543 million on a budget of $95 million. Again, I believe it. Yeah. Um, the Good. next one is the 2016 film, The Jungle Book, which was directed by John Favreau. One of his two that he did so far. I have such beef with this movie. I do too. Um, it has Neil Sethi as Mowgli, Bill Murray as Baloo, Ben Kingsley as Bagheera, right? Bagheera. Bagheera. Idris Elba as Shere Khan. Um, Luke- oh, I am not going to try to pronounce the mother's name. Scarlett Johansson as Ka. Yes. Giancarlo Esposito as Aquila, which is the male wolf. That leads the pack. Yes. And Christopher Walken as King Louis. And I yep. I remember that. Okay. Here's my beef with this movie. <laughs> First Did of I all. I say the mother's name because I kind of skipped her? Probably. Lupita Nyong'o as uh-huh. Raksha. Okay. Okay. So here's my beef with this movie. <laughs> First of all. 
Why is King Louis huge? I don't know. Why is he huge? He's supposed to be just a regular monkey. Ape. Whatever. Orangutan. That's what he is. He's an orangutan. Anyway, that's my first beef. My second beef is why do the animals freaking talk? (laughs) I hate movies where the animals talk. (laughs) Homeward Bound? I don't like that movie. What about the classic Disney Channel show, Dog with a Blog? Hated it. <laughs> Hated that show. Also, I didn't realize, like, how many, like, like Gian and Carlo Esposito. I didn't realize that he was in this movie. I didn't know that either, honestly. Like, yeah. Also, I found out he was in Once Upon a Time, like, what, yesterday? And I'm re-watching it, like... <laughs> I'm rewatching season one right now, and I'm like, wow, he's in the first season so much. How did I never realize this? Um, but the film premiered on April 4th of 2016 at the El Capitan Theater in Hollywood, California. And it received largely positive reviews and was a major box office success, grossing $364 million domestically, $966 million worldwide against a $175 million budget. Wow. I saw this movie at the drive-in. I don't think I saw this movie in theaters. I think I waited until it came out. Yeah. Unlike the next one, where I think I saw it opening night. But would we be shocked if I saw the 2017 Beauty and the Beast opening night? No. Not at all. But really quick, back to the Jungle Book for just a second. (laughs) Okay. Sorry. Just a second. I just want to say again, I have so much beef with this movie. I don't like it. (laughs) Okay. Sorry. Okay. Go ahead. Also, there was no music in it. The songs are what make the Jungle Book the Jungle Book. Like... Yes. The dog is barking. (laughs) The dog's also mad at Jungle Book. The dog also hates Jungle Book. No, okay. (laughs) Hate's a strong word. I just... I have feelings. I missed about half of this movie because I was bored. Yeah. In the middle of it. So... The cast of the 2017 Beauty and the Beast includes Emma Watson as Belle, Iconic. Dan Stevens as Beast, Iconic. Luke Evans as Gaston, Iconic. Kevin Klein as Maurice, Josh Gad as LeFou, yes. Ian McGregor as Lumiere, yep. Stanley Tucci as Cadenza. Who? Madam, um, the, the, the wardrobe's husband. Oh, made oh. Up for the movie. Don't hate me. I only saw part of this movie. Okay. Um, Audra McDonald as the wardrobe. Love her. Um, Ian McKellen as Cogsworth. Emma Thompson as Mrs. Potts. I'm trying to see if there's any other names I can mention. Who played Chip? I'm trying to find Chip. Where is Chip? They said no. They said they're, we're not. Oh, Nathan Mack as Chip. Okay. 
Hold on. I want to see if the kid's done anything. I doubt it, because he doesn't have a Wikipedia page. Yeah, he's done nothing since he okay. But, um, it was good. I don't know. Emma Watson's not the best singer. So to have, like, Audrey McDonald to play the wardrobe and, and like, not. Emma Thompson and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And then auto-tune Emma Watson. It was kind of... Mm-hmm. That's why I turned it off after about the first song. I was like, no, I can't finish this. Yeah. It gets better. Although, if I can't love her is in it, so... Yeah. That's a good song. Though it should have been Evermore from... Or, no, if I can't love her isn't in it. It's Evermore from... Sorry. If I can't love her should have been in it. Sorry, I got them backwards. Home should have been in it, but also Emma Watson yeah. isn't the best singer, so... You can't home. put in Home if Emma Watson can't sing Home. Audra McDonald can sing Home. Yeah. But I don't know who I would have cast as Belle besides her. Give me a sec. I'm thinking. Oh, jeez. The thing is, you need somebody with the name who can sing. Yeah. Who's not in their 30s. <laughs> Or at least who doesn't look like they're in their 30s. Yeah. And who had a name in 2017. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm trying to think of. course, I'm, like, thinking of, like, people now. I'm like, okay, what about Disney Channel? Disney Channel. Um, um, I don't, I don't like the first person that came to mind for Belle. I can't think of anybody else, so. The only one I thought of was Dove Cameron, but Dove Cameron should be someone else, not Belle. She should be one of the silly girls. Yeah. And I think they were supposed to make a prequel show about Lucille and Gaston. And then I think it got scrapped recently or postponed or something. I probably wouldn't watch it, honestly. I probably wouldn't either. We're their target audience and we probably wouldn't watch it. And I think they realized that they weren't hitting their target audience with this movie. Yeah. Though it did garner some positive reviews from critics and audiences and grossed about 1.2 billion dollars worldwide on a 254.6 million dollar production budget surpassing the original film making it the second highest grossing film of 2017 which is great but how many people went to the theater expecting it to be one thing getting something else and then not watching it ever again exactly right i think i've seen it like twice I saw literally five minutes of it. So, Belle I guess... Belle is my favorite princess, and I saw it twice. Yeah. I guess I can't be one to speak about it, because I only saw, like, a very small portion of yeah. it. And then I've seen some other clips, but, like, I don't know. I just think box office numbers are not always a good tell of whether or not a film is popular. Yeah. Can, can I just talk about another thing that makes me upset? Sure. So, I love the Broadway production so much and there's a moment i think it's like right after bell it, it would have been where home is mm-hmm. if that makes any sense and they have the little backing of home and it got me so excited when it first started because i was like yes my favorite song from the broadway show is making it in and, and then, then it no. was like ha no Another thing like this happens in another live action remake. But it's a different song. Okay. It, it, uh, it, I will spoil. It is one of the like four from 2019. 
That's not even a spoiler. There's four whole movies that came out in 2019. But it, it's the only one that has a Disney, or a Disney on Broadway show. I'm oh, sure. no. Two of them do. Two? Um, Aladdin and the Lion King. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Next I actually is... have the cast and the notes for this one. Nice. Next is 2018's Christopher Robin, which I fought to keep in this episode because I love Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> so this film is inspired by A.A. A. Milne and E.H. Shepard's Winnie the Pooh children's books, and it's a live action slash CGI follow-up, kinda? I don't yeah. know. I just say that, like, okay, I think it's a remake because... The Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh is like a collection of stories. True. And it's not necessarily like, there's not really like a plot. True. (laughs) Like, it's not like, and it's Christopher Robin's books. It's his toys, right? Yeah. And so that's what the movies are really about, is about him spending time with Pooh and Piglet and Tigger and Eeyore and Rabbit and Owl and... Kanga and Rue in the Hundred Acre Wood. So this film stars Ewan McGregor as the title character Christopher Robin, alongside my girl Haley Atwell, also known as Agent Carter, um, as his wife Evelyn, Bronte Carmichael as their daughter Madeline Robin, and Mark Gatiss in his, as his boss, with the voices of Jim Cummings reprising his roles as Winnie the Pooh and Tigger. Brad Garrett reprising his role as Eeyore, Nick Muhammad, Peter Capaldi, Sophie Okonedo, Sarah Sheen, and Toby Jones. Yes. I don't know who each of them played, but I can only assume that they were the rest of them. So I think they were the rest of the voices of Kanga, Rue, Piglet, and Rabbit. Yeah. So this film grossed over $197 million worldwide and became the highest grossing film in Disney's Winnie the Pooh franchise, surpassing the Tigger movie, which was released in 2000. Yes. I loved this movie. I love this movie. Yes. I cried. I still watch it. It's so good. Oh, I cry. Literally just sobbed. (laughs) Yes. So good. I don't know. I I have nothing else to say about it. I don't have any beef with it. I don't have any issues with it. It was just... Perfection. Love. Just like this next one where we haven't seen, so we'll be able to go through fast. So the 2019 Dumbo film, which was the first of four in which 2019. Is, okay. It's been on my list to watch since I got Disney Plus because I used to watch the original like animated Dumbo religiously as a kid. Yeah. Okay. Like I I'm remember the whole thing. cast list and I don't remember like any of these characters' names. Dumbo. No. Timothy Mouse. I don't think the animals speak. They have to. They're the whole movie. I I think the plot is different. Hold on, I'm gonna figure this out. I think you're right, actually. <laughs> I think the plot <laughs> is completely different. <laughs> which in which case you're like, is it really a live action <laughs> remake if the plot's completely different? Okay, hold on. I'm going to figure out what the plot is. Okay. Follows Dumbo, According... the flying elephant. Is there oh. No, is there no Timothy Mouse in this one? He's like the creme de la creme of the other movie. 
No, I don't think there is. Ready? A young elephant whose oversized ears enable him to fly helps save a struggling circus, but when the circus plans a new venture, Dumbo and his friends discover dark secrets beneath its shiny veneer. I don't like it. Um, so it, like, so- starts at the end of the original Dumbo, like, where he's already with the yes. circus. Yes. And he's doing all his little tricks and stuff. Yes. Um, the star... Uh, or the film stars Colin Farrell as Holt Farrier. It looks like he's the father because there's two kids. Nico Parker, who plays Millie Farrier, and Finley Hobbins, who plays Joe Farrier. Okay. So I'm just going to guess he's the father of these two kids that are okay. important to the plot. I love how we feel qualified enough to talk about this, even though we <laughs> haven't even seen this movie. It's fine. Michael Keaton as V.A. Vanderveer. I do like Michael Keaton. Danny DeVito. What? As the circus owner. <laughs> what? Hold on. Danny DeVito as the circus owner, but no Timothy Mouse, who is crucial to the plot of this movie? Eva Green as Colette Marchance. Alan Arkin as Jay Griffin Remington. Okay. And that's all I'm going to say. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I have feelings about this movie, and I haven't even seen it yet. Oh, okay, okay. Did you find Timothy Mouse? No. Damn it! I don't. I don't think Timothy Mouse exists. Yeah, I, I the did whole a reason. Dumbo learns to freaking fly. <laughs> I did a Google Find search, and I wrote in Timothy. Nothing. <sighs> Stupid mouse. Nothing. Stupid. What the heck? Okay, I'm done. I don't even want to talk about this movie anymore. Next. <laughs> oh, what is next? Oh, you can you can start this one while I look at the cast. Yes, it's another 2019 movie, Aladdin, which was fire. I loved this one. <laughs> um, the plot follows Aladdin, a street urchin who falls in love with Princess Jasmine and befriends a wish-granting genie, played by Will Smith, who battles and also battles the wicked Jafar, who was played by, um, oh my gosh, what's his name? Musad. No, that was Aladdin, wasn't it? So the cast includes Will Smith as the genie, which was the first one. Mina Musad as yes. Aladdin, who Mina will Masad. be Ezra. Yes. Bridger. Yes. Rumored. I don't know if that's official. Naomi Scott as Jasmine, who we've talked about before. She in was in the episode. Um... Marwin Kinzari as Jafar. Nassim Pedrad as Dahlia, Jasmine's handmaiden. Yes, she's also a new girl. She plays Allie. Billy Magnuson as Prince Anders, the, like, um, <laughs> Prince Ahmed yeah. replacement. Yeah. Which, first of all, how dare you replace him? <laughs> um, Newman Ekar as Hakim who is the head of the palace guards, and then Alan, Alan Tudyk as the voice of Iago. Do you mean he makes the parrot noise? Yes, it means he makes the parrot noise. He didn't, yeah, because Iago doesn't speak in this movie. I mean, it's Alan Tudyk who also voiced Hey Hey. I loved him as Hey <laughs> He's really good at making bird sounds. <laughs> He's also King Candy in Wreck-It Ralph. Like, dude has been in a lot of yeah. Disney. And, I like uh, him. So. He's, he's he's like K2, a staple. Um, K2SO in Rogue One. 
Oh, nice. Okay. I don't know. I liked it. I liked it. I loved the dancing. I, I loved Speechless. I loved the Speechless song. Loved Speechless. I loved, loved the costume design. Loved yes. the costume design of this film. Yes. Because Jasmine wasn't in a bikini. That was the main thing that I loved. Yeah. Also, I liked that they took inspiration from Arabic cultures and Indian cultures. Same. You know? Like, because the costumes and the colors were very reminiscent of, like, colorful Bollywood, right, saris. Oh, and yeah. same with the dancing it's was so very Bollywood. Me of Bollywood. Yeah. But the actors were Arab and they tried to stick to the Arab yeah. culture while also keeping the colors and the dance style of Indian culture, which I think are very similar. I do too. And I love Jasmine in this so much. Mm-hmm. I very strongly dislike the original Aladdin. Same. But this movie makes up for it. I agree. I, okay. But you also know my thoughts on the original one. And I don't really want to get into some of them. Yeah. We'll save it for the Disorder episode. Yeah. Um, I think one of the biggest problems with Aladdin, the original, are as much as I love Robin Williams, I think his jokes date the film. Yeah. He makes jokes that are very, like, he made jokes that were very for the time and for the audiences of the time. And at the time it was released, everybody got him. But as a kid seeing this movie in, you know, 2008, 2006, 2004 even, I mean, okay, 2004, I was like three years old, so everything went over my head. But... As like at like six, right? At six years old, watching this movie, the jokes completely went over my head because yeah. I had no idea what they were talking about. I got I agree. maybe two. I agree, and I feel like the jokes in this one were better. Rather. They're a little bit more. They're not. So I much also like that we got to see Jasmine and not just like Aladdin and Jasmine hanging out with each other. Yes, we got to see her with Dahlia and. Like, be a girl. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. Also. Because I think my biggest problem with Aladdin is the whole, like, him lying to her plot. Yes. I agree. Also, in the original movie, this is, like, kind of on track. I don't know. If you notice when he lies as Prince Ali, his feather (gasps) falls in his his face. Yeah, his feather falls down. Yeah. I think that's the only thing. That's the only cute thing. Besides Robin Williams. I mean, well, yeah, Robin Williams is an icon just because his jokes didn't keep up. I mean, that's not necessarily his fault. Part of it is the writers, you know? Yeah. Oh, I think they let him just go at at it. I I know that they did do that, but I I mean, they have to give him a starting place. Yeah. And, I mean, when you're a stand-up comedian, that's what you do. You poke fun at the times. I mean, that's what you do. Yeah. So... I don't know. Um, so so shall we talk about the other Disney Renaissance film that was made in 2019? 
Can can I get through the cat? Oh wait, we didn't say how much this grossed in the box office. Aladdin did. Oh, it. Um, let's see. Aladdin grossed, grossed one billion dollars, and then from a one hundred and eighty-three million dollar budget. Yep, it was released on May twenty-fourth of twenty nineteen. In the theaters. So this next I didn't one, see it in theaters. I saw it on Disney Plus. I saw it in theaters, and it's a Guy Ritchie film. Wait, which one's a Guy Ritchie film? Aladdin. Aladdin. <laughs> Lion King was made by John Favreau. This oh. is the other live action remake he yes. did. Because he did Jungle Book and Lion King. The two weird animal ones. The two that I have issues with. Yes. Um, can I get through the cast before you... Before I rip into it? Okay. Yes. So it includes Donald Glover as Simba and J.D. McCary as young Simba. Seth Rogen as Pumbaa. To what? I do not know how to pronounce his name for Scar. C-H-I-W-E-T-E-L is the first name. E-G-E-J-I-O-F-O-R is the last name. I'm taking a shot in the dark here, and I'm going to guess Chitwell... 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 I have no idea. As I'm star. sorry. I'm sorry, dude. We're I'm so sorry. sorry. If you know how to pronounce his name, send us a video. Fanfatalespod at gmail.com. Um, Alfrey Woodard as Sarabi. Billy Eichner as Timon. John Connie as Rafiki. John Oliver as Zazu. There's a lot of Johns. <laughs> Wasn't John Oliver the original Zazu? I don't think so. I think they had asked him to, and he was like, No. And then was like, oh, Lion King's actually good. I'll okay. do it. No, who was the but, original Zazu? I don't know. I've got to love Rowan Atkinson. Coconuts. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> okay, now let me get back to the castles because I had to go on that tangent. Beyonce as Nala. I was J- waiting and- for it. Oh, wait. James Earl Jones as Mufasa and Florence Kuzamba. Keegan Michael Key and Eric Andre as Shinzi, Kamari, and Zazi, which are the three hyenas in this film. Weren't they Shenzi, Shinzi, Bonsai, and Ed in the original? Yes. yes. I like Ed. He chewed on his foot. My dog does that. <laughs> which one, Lily? No, Muffin. Okay. Um, but it is a photorealistic computer animated remake of the 1994 traditionally animated film of the same name, which is loosely based off of William Shakespeare's Hamlet. It was released on July 19th of 2019. Oh, wow. The day before my sister's, I don't know what year birthday. Um, and the film had a budget of $260 million and grossed over $1.655 billion in the theaters. I don't like this movie. Don't like it. (laughs) Yeah. I like James Earl Jones. Okay. Like him. I like the whole cast. I like Eric Andre. I like Beyonce. I like it. I don't like this movie. (laughs) Can I talk about one of my, or probably my biggest issue with this movie? The weird Beyonce song that they randomly threw into it. You don't like it that. It should have been the in credit song, and they should have done "He Lives in You" or something from the Broadway show. Agreed. 
Also, He Lives in You is such a bop. It is. Like, it was made for, I believe, the first movie. And then they released it on, like, a Lion King album that came out after, like, mm-hmm. a year after. And it was, like, music inspired by the Lion King. Um, and then it was really, or it was put in Lion King 2, Simba's Pride. And, and then it was put into the Broadway show. Yes. And it's a good song. Yes. Beyonce's song should have been like the Christina Aguilera reflection at the end of the movie. Right? Yep. Like at the end of Mulan. Christina Aguilera saying reflection. At the end of, um, oh gosh, what was the other one that had that? Uh, there was a few of them. Um... I mean, they all have had like a random like whatever pop singer of the time saying like the Christina Aguilera yeah. reflection is just the one that sticks in my head. But yeah. I mean, anyway, I agree. I don't know. I, I like just, that they brought back James Earl Jones. I like James Earl Jones. I loved him as Mufasa the first time. I loved him as Mufasa the second time. I mean, you. He's one of the. Um, I know I have this fact somewhere later. He's like one of seven Disney voice actors that got to reprise their role in a later thing. I love that. Of like remakes. Yes, I love it. I can't stand the new Can You Feel the Love Tonight? Hate it. Can't stand the new Circle of Life. I can't stand any of it. I can't. I- the soundtrack, I just. Ugh. It doesn't sound right. It just, it's like. It's like for my favorite joke in the movie, though. It's the Walmart version of the original. <laughs> yes. And I hate, I love and hate at the same time how self-aware Timon and Pumbaa are the entire film. <laughs> yes. Because. Yes. Like, what is it when um, they first say, oh, yeah, it's Akuna Matata. Um, and Timon goes, what's that? Timon or Pumbaa, I forget who it is, but they go. Oh, that usually gets a huge applause whenever we just say Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Okay. That's, I think it's funny for a little while, but eventually it gets old, you know? I agree. Because then you can only make the same kinds of jokes over and over again. Yeah. Plus, another movie with weird CGI animals talking. I don't like it. And then another weird CGI animal talking movie was uh, made for streaming um, for Disney Plus movie, which was released on November 12th of 2019, which is when Disney Plus first started. Mm-hmm. And it is Lady and the Tramp. I honestly didn't even watch this one. I had zero I interest. I watched it on Valentine's Day this year. I had zero interest of watching this one. Um, Tessa Thompson is the voice of Lady. Justin Thoreau as Tramp, Sam Elliott as Trusty, Ashley Jensen as Jock. I think that's all the dogs that I should mention. Peg. Yeah. Janelle Monet as Peg. Oh, that's kind of nice. Wong as Bull. Wait, that's the guy from Doctor Strange. Who? Benedict Wong. Yeah. The bulldog. Yeah. That's cool. Um, and then Thomas Mann as Jim Deere, Chris Lee Clemens as Darling, and Yvette Nicole Brown as Aunt Sarah. They got rid of the cats in this movie, didn't they? They're still in it, but, like, yeah. Should I mention who voiced the cats? I mean, are they still, like, 
they give them a worse song. Like, they should have just, like, not had them in if they're going to cut out the weird kind of racist Siamese cat song. Kind of racist. Very racist. Very racist. They gave the, the, they song... gave the cats, like... I know. But the song is so bad that they gave them that it should have just, like, they should have just not had a song there. Is it just as racist or is it just bad? <laughs> it's just bad. Yeah. Um, but Nate Rocket Wonder and Roman Gentha Arthur as the cats. I never liked the cats in the first place. They're such jerks. They should have not had them in and should have had something else happen. I mean, they're the whole reason that lady gets thrown out, though. True. So you kind of need them. They're kind of vital to the plot. Yeah. Otherwise, who's the villain? Aunt Sarah? Well, I mean, she's the villain yes. in the first one, but... Okay, I see your point. Hold on, I'm trying to find the... It's called What a Shame, and they're just, like, ripping up stuff and being like, oh, what a shame. Mm-hmm. Hey, at least they're, like, CGI cats and not, like, cats the movie cats. You're right. Now, anytime I think of, like, people playing cats... All I can see is the creepy CGI cats, the movie cats with people faces. Yeah. That walk on But it was legs. cute. I liked it. I don't know if I'd, like, see it again. Yeah. I like the original film just fine. I have zero desire or need or purpose to see the live action remake. And see, this is the thing that I'm talking about. This is the problem. When yeah. their target audience... <clears throat> me... Um, I, I don't know if I am there. I'm sorry. Guys. I'm excited for one of the 2022 films. I don't know about you. No, we'll no, get into I mean, it. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. But uh, the I'm trying is, to get us through Mulan so I can get I know, to talk I know. to it. <laughs> Let me just finish this thought and then we can move on. It's just when the target audience has zero desire to see the film because it's the same thing that they've yeah. already seen. Why would yeah. we watch it again? Um, and there's no, like, budget or, like, how much it grossed because I couldn't find either one because it was a streaming service instead of, um, in theaters. Yeah, so I don't, how do you make money off a movie that wasn't in theaters? (laughs) Yeah, just like this one, but they had a premium fee for it and then was released on Disney Plus later. Yes. Two months later, it looks like, because it was released on Disney Plus on September 4th of 2020 um, with the premium fee, and this is Mulan we're talking about, and it was made available free of charge on December 4th of 2020. Yes. And the cast includes a lot of names I'm about to butcher. (laughs) Good luck. Yifi Liu as Mulan, Donnie Yen as Commander Tung, or... Gong Li as I do not know how to pronounce the character's name, but she's the witch. She's the new villain. Not the Huns? No. Okay, truth be told, I haven't seen this one either. Jason Scott Lee as Bori Khan, and he's based on Sean Yu from the animated film. Okay, so what I did hear is that this one is supposedly supposed to be like more life accurate. It it, it is um more based on the ballad of Mulan. Okay, so it's not necessarily the same. Disney's Mulan. Okay. Yeah. 
Yosin on as Chin. Chin Ho? Champo? No, that's um, his name. Champo. No. Sorry, go ahead. What? No. Um, he but he's the new like he he's basically um the Li Shang. Oh, okay. Where he's like the love interest and ally of Mulan. Okay. Um, Jet Li as the Emperor. Z okay. Ma as Ha Zhao, so Mulan's father. Mm-hmm. Rosalind Chow as Mulan's mother. Mm-hmm. Zana Tang as Mulan's sister. Where's grandmother and little brother? I think grandmother is about to get here. Oh, wait, no. Maybe. Little brother? Yes, little brother is Mulan. Little brother is the name of the, the, the dog. The, the dog, yeah. I don't know if the grandmother is in it. I think they replaced her with the sister. What do you mean? So that means we don't get the woohoo, sign me up for the next war. Yes. That's the best um, line in the whole movie. Let's see. Jimmy Wong as Ling. Which one's Ling? Ling! He's the one, he's the, the little skinny one. Okay. Shen Tong as Yo, which is the gruff one. He's the, the short, little, stocky guy. Yeah, he, he he's he's the Danny Levi, uh, Danny DeVito uh-huh. guy, um, and Dao Mao as Chen Pao. I love Chen Po. Or Chen Po, whatever. I love him. I love and him. And then in the Nelson Lee as the Chancellor. Okay. And that's all I'm gonna say. Okay. Oh, oh yeah. And can I? I'll just mention this real quick. Additionally, Ming Na Wen, the original voice of Mulan from the animated film, its sequel, and other projects. Cameos as an esteemed guest who introduces Mulan to the Emperor at the end of the film. Hmm. That's cool. Which I really love that fun fact. I Because I like was that. like, because she's like, Emperor, sir, this is Mulan. And then she's like, okay, bye. <laughs> I'm Ming Nguyen. Bye. <laughs> yeah, I'm Ming Nguyen. I'm going to go fight some bounty hunters with <laughs> Boba Fett now. Uh-huh. <laughs> she's all, Mulan, I'm out. <laughs> I'm Ming Nguyen. <laughs> I love her. She's awesome. But it was good. Um, it wasn't comedic at all because you cut out the comedic Mushu factors of Mushu and the grandmother. And no, cricket. the cricket's still in there, but not as. Important. But he's not. A, he's not a character. He's just like there. Yeah. Yeah. But it was good. I don't know. I liked it enough. Okay. I haven't seen it since the first time I saw it, so. I don't know. This is another one where I'm like, eh, I might watch it. Truth yeah. be told, I didn't, like, growing up, I didn't love the original Mulan to begin with. I know. It, like, definitely wasn't one of my favorites. Like, I had a, st- a staple group, and also, it was the ones that I had on VHS. it didn't have the music. It didn't have the music. Yeah, I, I do realize, I do know that. And honestly, there's not much that the music contributes to the original. There's only two songs in it, yeah. three songs in it. Yeah. I'll Make a Man Out of You is iconic, though. You gotta have it, like, at least in the credits. I think they had it, if I remember correctly, I think they had it in the, like, kind of, like, underscore. That works, like too. like what they did with Home. That works, too. Um... I'm trying to think, because I think the, like, the new general guy, Donnie Yen, I think he was someone, or he is someone in something. So 
I'm gonna figure that out real quick. Oh, he, he he's the he's the blind warrior guy from Rogue One. The I'm one with the force and the force is with me. I haven't seen that movie in probably two years. I can't remember. But yeah, that's him. And he's like a real like martial artist and like kung fu expert. That's and cool. he was the like general guy. So shall we talk about some of these films in production and the ones that are announced? The one that Emma is like crying and about to explode to talk about? Yes, go ahead. Talk about it. All you want. Peter Pan and Wendy. Peter Pan and Wendy. (laughs) So excited. It comes out later this year. We don't have a release date yet. It officially wraps on August 14th of 2021 and it will be a Disney Plus original. So it won't be in theaters, sadly. The announced cast includes Alexander Maloney as Peter Pan, Ever Anderson, who was young Natasha Romanoff in Black Widow, as Wendy Darling, Jude Law as Captain Hook, Yara Shahidi as Tinkerbell, Joshua Pickering as John Darling, Jacoby Jupe as Michael Darling, Jim Gaffigan as Mr. Smee, and Alyssa Aluk as Tiger Lily. And then the only known difference we know so far is that the Lost Boys will not only include boys, but girls too. Slightly, which is the Fox one from the original, is played by a child with Down syndrome. Nibs, um, who is the bunny, is a biracial boy, I believe. The twins, which were the raccoons, are African-American girls. Cubby, um, the bear, is renamed to Curly, which is more aligned with the book Mm -hmm. and play. Um, and it is going to be a girl instead of a boy. And Toodles, the skunk, is an African-American boy. And then they are introducing two new characters among the lost children. Birdie, a Chinese-American girl. And Bellwether, a Latino boy. Love it. I am so excited. I think this movie's gonna be good. I am so nervous that it's not going to be, but it seems like it's going to be great. I think it's gonna be good. I think it's going to be very reminiscent of the movie that came out, I think it was in the 90s, but Hook? Yes, like I the think one with so Peter, too. The one with um, Robin Williams? Yes. I think it's going to be Hook. reminiscent of that. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think because I know that they announced Mr. Darling too, and I didn't write that one down because I didn't think the Darling parents were important. Wait, Alan Tudyk. Hold on. They're not doing Mr. Darling is the parent is is no. Captain Hook. No, they're not doing it. <gasps> what? Which is like they, my one problem. They did it, it in the original film. I know. In the the animated film, and they do it on stage. Um, Alan Tudyk will be playing the father. <laughs> Again, of King Candy and. Disney and all yeah. that fame. Yeah, I know, but should be. And then long. Molly Parker will be Miss Starling. They're in it for like two seconds. Yeah. Unless they're That's like why I didn't, shaking know. the story up a little, which they might be. They might be. I'm excited though that the title isn't just Peter Pan, that it's Peter Pan and, and Wendy. Because she's the main character of that first movie. She really is. Also, I, I love Wendy. Also, Ever Anderson is such a great young actress. I am so excited to see her as Wendy. Yeah, it's going to be good. Because I found out that she was playing Wendy right before I saw Black Widow. I remember. And then we talked about Black Widow and you freaked out because you found out she was playing Wendy. Yeah. 
and I'm just so excited. I good. You should be excited. Um, my friend Tyler, um, who I met at MegaCon this past weekend, he and I like had a full conversation because they've like had some released pictures on it, and we're so excited to see it. You guys dressed uh, up as Peter and Wendy, huh? Yes, and we're doing it again at Holiday Matsuri in December. Cute. With my little sister as Tinkerbell, maybe. That's adorable. Yeah, I'm making her like Santa Tinkerbell dress. Cute. Cute. Should we move on to the next? So the one? next one that's coming yes, out this year. I'm, I'm not excited for this next one. Yeah. It will be released in September of 2022, and it is Pinocchio. The, the castle is. Good. The cast is really good. For this, like, weird, like, I don't know. I I don't like it, though. Spoil alert for the Disorder guest episode that we're about to record in, like, a week or two. The original? This is on my, like, least favorite Disney movie list. This is, like, I think Pinocchio is so overrated. The movie as a whole. No, he's on my overrated list, not my least favorite. Yeah. Thank you. The mo- well, we didn't do least favorite. I was like, I think least True. favorite is kind of mean. Let's just overrate it. Movies that like get too much yes. hype. Yes. And I and think that, Pinocchio that is, is Pinocchio. one of them. I just think the original movie, first of all, is horrifying. <laughs> I mean, I think the scariest scene in all of Disney is the kids turning into the donkeys. On Pleasure Island, yes. But yeah, that's horrifying. But the cast includes um, Benjamin Evan Answorth as Pinocchio. Joseph Gordon-Levitt as Jiminy Cricket, Tom Hanks as Geppetto, which is going to be good. Keegan Michael Key as Honest John, which is also going to be good. Lorraine Bras- Bracco as Sophia the Seagull, a new character. Cynthia Erivo as the Blue Fairy, which is going to be amazing. I love her. And then Luke Evans as the Coachman. Yeah. So, like, it's such a great cast. I just wish it wasn't Pinocchio. The other thing about Pinocchio is that it's three shorts smashed together. Yes. It's not one storyline, right? Pinocchio goes to school. Pinocchio at... It's kidnapped by Honest John. No, not by Honest John. By the circus guy. Yeah. Well, he also kind of gets kidnapped by Honest John. That's when he goes to school, though. Yeah. And then Pleasure Island. Mm Mm-hmm. The whale. Oh, Pleasure Island is the is the um the yeah the I, I know what you the mean. The second guy, the second one is Pleasure Island, yes. and then the whale. Yeah. Yes. Well, and like they kind of they kind of were like, oh well, to escape Pleasure Island, he jumps in the ocean and gets eaten by a whale. Okay, fine. But it's still three but stories smashed together. Of the two, and I know that they're both released on Disney+, Plus. but of the two, if they were both being released in theaters, I would see Peter Pan and Wendy a hundred times, and then I would see Pinocchio zero times in theaters. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Show them where your dollar's going. <laughs> yeah. I'm a Peter Pan girl. Yeah. What can I say? Yeah, I agree. My comment under it, when I saw that they were doing Pinocchio, I said, another why the original isn't even that good <laughs> in all I cast. feel like we've talked about it in fandom news about the casting of them. I think we did. And I think we said the same thing. I just, 
Sorry for the Pinocchio yeah. fans out there, because you know every Disney movie is somebody's favorite Disney movie, but like, yeah, I don't know. And now we're getting into like, so twenty twenty three has two coming out, and they're both princess films. Only two, right? Two, two. Um, the first one is The Little Mermaid, and it is scheduled to be released in theaters on May 26th of 2023. We don't need another Little Mermaid! <laughs> Sorry, that was really loud. I agree. I But I really like this cast, so I'm interested. Also, I, I really like the differences that I'm already seeing from stuff. But in, it includes Halle Bailey as Ariel, Jonah... Howard King as Prince Eric, Jacob Tremblay, Tremblay, Tremblay as Flounder, David Diggs as Sebastian, Aquafina as Scuttle, Javier, Javier Bardem, Har- Javier Bardem, I'm sorry, as King Triton, and Melissa McCarthy as Ursula. Javier Bardem, Javier Bardem was in that movie Mother that we watched that we hated. Oh. Yeah. And Who was he in that movie? He was the, the guy. The, like, I don't want to say Like, the, God? Yeah. Quote, unquote, God. The God. Yeah. The God. Okay. But um, the differences that we're already starting to see is Lin-Manuel Miranda will be teaming up with composer Alan Menken to rework songs from the original, and the two will be composing new songs for the film. Um, Scuttle is a female diving bird instead of a male seagull. Okay. Okay. And then Queen Athena will appear in the remake. She is Ariel's mother, Mm -hmm. and she previously appeared in the prequel of the original film, Little Mermaid, Ariel's Beginning, and in this film, her relationship with Ariel will be explored, which I'm excited. Yeah. That'll be good. Yeah. Here's my beef. But didn't they do enough live-action Little Mermaids? Is two not enough? They did two. They did the stage play. I hated Little Mermaid Live, though. Can we not include Little Mermaid Live in this? Yes, we have to, because the the Little Mermaid Live was so bad. It was so bad. And then they did a remake of the Little Mermaid. I'm sorry, but the best song from the Broadway show, they made into a duet, and it is a glorious quartet. (laughs) Yeah. It is one of my favorite quartets in all of Broadway, and they've ruined it. Whoa, that's a strong thought. Whoa, there's a lot of really good quartets. <laughs> I know. What about what about the Time Quartet from Tuck Everlasting? Or, um, oh gosh, the quartet from, uh, oh gosh, uh, Secret Garden. I stand by. I love If Only. If Only is really good. I don't know. I just think, I feel like The Little Mermaid is a dead horse that they keep beating. Yeah. I think it's because of, like, every, like, few years we get a whole, like, mermaid generation growing up. Mm-hmm. Like, Mako Mermaid and, or, each show just had water, and then the sequel, Mako Mermaid. Kind of oh, kicked that off recently. Barbie's Mermaidia. <laughs> that was mine. True. And the I'm Little sorry, Mermaid. Mine was I mean, H2O. And the Little Mermaid. Yeah. I mean, I but had like, a VHS I feel like we that got have, like, banned. 
You do? Yeah. That's awesome. And then the other princess that's getting a remake, we only have three members of this cast, and it is the Snow White remake. And it production began in, um, on March 1st of 2022 in London, England, and is scheduled to end in July 8th of 2022. And the film is expected to be released sometime in 2023. We don't really know when. The announced cast that we have so far is Rachel Ziegler, so Maria in the new West Side Story mm-hmm. remake as Snow White, Gal Gadot as the Evil Queen, which I think will Wonder be Woman. awesome. I think that pair is awesome. Yeah. And then Andrew Burnap as Jonathan, and Jonathan is described to be a quote Robin Hood like end quote person who serves Snow White's who serves as Snow White's love interest and quote follows her into battle. Interesting. So it's kind of like Snow White and the Huntsman, and he's the Huntsman? Yeah. Maybe? I I have no idea. But um, according to the press release, the film will expand on the 1937 film's story and music and will feature new songs from songwriters Benj Pasek and Justin Paul of, like, Dear Evan Hansen, Greta Showman, La La Land, Mm -hmm. all of the the things fame. Mm Mm-hmm. And then following criticism of actor Peter Dinklage over the, quote, stereotypical performance or portrayal of dwarfs, Disney announced that the film will replace the titular characters with, quote, magical creatures and that casting for them will begin shortly. Hold on. The whole movie title is Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. It's going to be called Snow White. It's not going to be Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. But the whole point of the movie is that the seven dwarves take her into their home. And she- <laughs> okay. Um, apparently, according to the following backlash, Dinklage ignored the difference between real-life humans suffering from dwarfism and the dwarves as mythical fa- and fantastical creatures from European fantasy, folklore, and mythology. And then he even wrongly stated that the dwarves from Snow White lived in a cavern instead of a cottage in the forest. They work in the cavern. They don't yeah live there they have a cottage and if you watch the original movie the artistry in the cottage is amazing the stairs are owls yes if you look at it then on so pretty on february 22nd 2022 when harlan was born um, how do you know that just off the top of your head (laughs) because she was born on 2 22 tuesday oh my god it was a Tuesday. I was also born on a Tuesday. Also, it was like two days after my birthday. And there's like three real fans' birthdays. I was more expecting that to be the answer, that it was two days after your birthday, not that it was 2 22 And it was announced by the Dis Insider that Sandy Powell, the costume designer from the live-action Cinderella, has joined the crew for the film. Which was good. The costumes were really good. I love the costumes from Cinderella. Costumes so Cinderella I was really excited to see that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the announced. We don't really have casting for most of the announced. Mm-hmm. Except for one. And it includes Robin Hood, which was announced on April 10th of 2020 and will premiere exclusively on Disney+. Plus. I think that one will be good. I like Robin Hood. I do, too. I feel like there's so many Robin Hoods, but that also might be because I just took a medieval film class. And you had to watch all of them. So I've watched 
a bunch of medieval Robin Hood films, yeah. including the Disney one. I like the Disney one. I, I watched the Disney one and I got a like 85 on that final paper. Yeah, I think the original is good. It's a bunch of stories mashed together again. But hey, yeah. I love Whistle Stop. I love... I love Robin Hood. I love the song, the... What is it? I don't even know what it's called. But Boom it's the Dally. Robin Hood and Little John Walk It Day. Oh, Oodle Lolly. Oodle Golly, what a day. Yeah. Oodle Lolly's great. Yeah. yeah. I love that movie. I'm excited. I'm wondering if they're going to do the fox people again? Or like the animal people? If they do the animal people, <laughs> I'm going to be really <laughs> upset. Because it's going to be like cats. Because it's going to be like cats. <laughs> they better do real people and not CGI weird animal hybrid things. Yeah. Or just CGI um, animals with voices. That one's weird too. Yes. Um, the next one is The Sword in the Stone. And Game of Thrones writer Brian Cogman is pinning the script and uh, with Brigham... Taylor as the producer, and on February 8th, 2018, it was announced that the film will not be released in theaters, but on Disney+. Plus. I think this one will be fantastic. I do, too. I think this is an absolutely perfect movie for a live action. I think so, as well. I loved this movie. I'm sorry. Can we talk about other perfect movies for live action? Black Cauldron? Atlantis. Sorry, what did you say? Atlantis. Atlantis. The 2001 classic. And why is Cole Sprouse Milo? That's not who I would have picked. Who would you have picked? Tom Holland. Mm, Cole Sprouse. No. <laughs> we can argue on that on another day. But it's going to be great. Um, this next one I'm not too excited about, but it has a fun fact associated with it. I, I love me some am fun furious facts. about this I one. I know you are. Um, I just watched this movie. Like, while I was eating dinner today. Dude, I watch this movie, like, at least once a month. Um, and it is Lilo and Stitch. The project was announced uh, in October of 2018, although a release date is still to be announced, though it is set to be released on Disney+. Plus. I think it should and never the cast... see the light of day. So the cast includes <laughs> only one person. Yeah. And it is Chris Sanders who is the original the Stitch. Stitch. And he was the original Stitch. And he is the seventh actor to reprise his role for a Disney remake of a previous Disney animated production. This list includes Jim Cummings and Brad Gar- um, Garrett, who were Eeyore, Winnie the Pooh, and Tigger, as we mentioned earlier with um, Christopher Robin. Um, Nancy Catwright and Patton Oswalt, who were Rufus and Professor De- um, Dementor in the live-action Kim Possible and then in the series as well. Mm-hmm. Frank Welker as the um, who reprised the vo- vocal effects for Abu and Raja mm-hmm. in the voice of the Cave of Wonders, and then James Earl Jones as Mufasa. Mm-hmm. Okay, as I mentioned earlier, um, my note for this one is no with about a hundred O's. Yes, and then it says, "Let's be very clear. I do not want this to happen. No." But I want Uh -uh. this next one to happen. Lilo and Stitch is a movie that is only possible. It is a movie. It it is only possible (laughs) through animation. 
Yes. I, I agree. It's going to be bad. It's going to be like Sonic. And I think... we move on. The exact same thing. I think it is going to be like Sonic. And I think that the... I just... I just... I think this is going to ruin it. I think this is absolutely going to ruin this movie. I don't okay. think it Can should be Can we talk converted. about the next Disney Renaissance movie that's going to be remade? Because there's so many of them. Which I think would work. I think Hunchback would be a great option. Yes, this project was announced in January of 2019, although a release date and cast are still yet to be announced. I hope it's a stage show version. I agree. Also, I think Patrick Page should reprise his role as Claude Frollo. You know, I, I just had an idea. Eva Noblezada as Esmeralda. Yes. Eva Noblezada as Esmeralda or somebody of... Of um, uh, Romani, yes, of Romani descent. Oh, I like that better. And Patrick Page reprising his role as Judge Crod Frollo. I'm trying to think of anyone else I would cast. You know what movie. else would be really cool? I know yes. there was a production of Hunchback where the character who played Quasimodo was deaf and signed the whole time. Yes, that would be awesome. Oh, what was it? Like, Deaf West, or... It wasn't a Deaf West production. I think it might have... I don't remember. So, um, the production of Hunchback, who had um, the Deaf actor playing Quasimodo, was at um, the Fifth Avenue Theater. I don't know where that is. Where is that? Where is the Fifth Avenue Theater? Oh, it doesn't exist. Seattle, Washington. Thank you. And it's, no problem. The actor is um, Josh Castile. He was in the Spring Awakening uh, production done by Deaf West, which went on to be the revival on Broadway. Um, he plays Quasimodo, oh, yeah. and he's fantastic. And I think it would be amazing to have him play Quasimodo. I think so too. We should start a petition. Sign, send it to Disney. Yes. Um, next one. I hate it already. I Bambi. do too. Um, on January 24th of 2020, it was announced that Geneva Robertson Dewart and Lindsay Bear will write the screenplay while Chris Waits, Paul Waits, and Andrew Miano will produce the film. And the film is reported to be seen by Disney as, quote, a type of companion piece, end quote. To the live action slash CGI remake of the Jungle Book and the CGI remake of the Lion King. That already <laughs> destroys the movie. <laughs> I will never watch this film. Never. I know, you won't. I know you won't. I'll watch it and I'll report back. I literally wrote, why? <laughs> why? Now, this next one might be good. I think this next one would be amazing. And it is Hercules, and on April 30th of 2020, a live-action remake of Hercules was announced via The Hollywood Reporter. Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings writer Dave Palamon is pinned to write the script, while Marvel directors Joe and Anthony Russo are set to produce. I think this would be amazing. Yes. And it will not be a literal adaptation of the original, but will contain a few elements. 
And they have added that they're not sure if the music, uh, if the film will be a musical or not, which it should be a musical. But I, I agree. am not gonna complain. I want the muses. Okay. I want Julian. Okay, can we talk about how Danny DeVito is gonna have to reprise his role as Phil? Yes. One. Two. Also, I saw a Phil cosplayer at MegaCon. Love. Which was great. Love. Um, and then two, Jelani Aladdin, who was Kristoff in Frozen on Broadway, should play Aladdin. He was Aladdin on the stage show recently. He should play Aladdin? Or Hercules. I'm sorry. He was <laughs> Hercules in the stage show recently is what I meant to say as well. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> okay. Who are we casting as the muses, though? Lizzo has to be one of them. Yes. Lizzo? Can she be the Hercules one? Yes. Lizzo? Beyonce? Yeah. Alicia Keys? Yeah. Basically the sixth cast, too. Mm-hmm. Not all of the sixth I don't know. I don't know. I love the girls who are in sixth, though. So, like, some of them could do it, too. Yeah. But I want it to keep, like, the original vibes of the original. Same. <laughs> like, the vibes of but, the original um, are on point. I'm trying to think. I don't know. But, yeah, Jelani Aladdin. Oh, maybe that's why I'm thinking his, like, Aladdin. His last name is Aladdin. Yeah. I, I, I could kind of tell where you came from. <laughs> it's okay. Um, but, yeah, he was just Hercules when they did it, whenever they did it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then Roger Bart should rep- um should be Hades because then we'd get young Hercules singing voice being Hades. Or just like this stage show did. Or we're already casting him in Hunchback. We're not putting him in this. Or we're we already cast him in Hunchback. <laughs> we're not putting him in this. It could be Patrick Page though. He plays Hades on Broadway right now. But I don't think he'd be a good like witty <gasps> hear me like, out lack of a better hear word. me out rupaul is hades why do i kind of love that right <laughs> or like who would play meg or like a who drag play, queen who would play hades? my girl who would play my girl meg meg we need like a greek actress I think I think it should be like an up and comer. I agree. But back to Hades. I think either like it should be like RuPaul or it could be um or um oh gosh, who else could it be? Who else has that same vibe? I don't know. Maybe maybe Alyssa Edwards. I would love to see um Mayhem Miller. That would be fun. I don't yeah. know. Just some some like amazing drag queen. Those are like the only few that I could think of off the top of my head. I'm like Why did my brain go to Stanley Tucci again? For <laughs> 80s. Stanley Tucci as a drag queen. As 80s. As 80s. Oh my gosh. What about oh my gosh. Wait, I know she's not a drag queen. Um, but what about um Oh gosh. Oh gosh. What's her name? Um, she was just in Inventing Anna, that show. Oh my gosh. What is her name? I don't know. Oh gosh. She played, um, she played Dr. Frankenfurter in the new, um, in the new one. 
Okay. Um, oh my god. I, I, I sent you the video of Tyler doing the time warp, right? Yes, you did. Okay. Laverne He's Cox, great. that's who I'm thinking of. I know she's okay. not she's not a drag queen, but drag that's like queen, totally yeah. like other idea. This would be like femme, femme uh Hades. Yes. I think oh my gosh, that's totally up her alley. I mean she killed it playing Frankenfurter. I think she would kill it playing Hades too. And if Jelani Aladdin is playing um Hercules, can I just mention how I know that he's already a Disney dad, so he probably should not be another Disney dad. But James Earl Jones. As Hades? As um Zeus. <gasps> yes. <laughs> if Jelani Aladdin is um Hercules. Yeah. James Earl Jones. I love that yeah. so much. Also, can I play Aphrodite in that one scene that she's in in the movie? <laughs> well, if we cast James Earl Jones, I can't be Hera. Why not? I don't know. Why not? True. This Fine. is just in our brains. Are you kidding me? Who at Disney is going to be like, ah, yes, those two. <laughs> well, they're two very minor characters to the story. They really are not that important. <laughs> no. Um, and then the last one that has been announced so far, which I'm mad. Me too. And it was announced on January 20th of 2022 by Deadline, who reported that a live-action adaptation of The Aristocats is in development, yet to be determined if it's a theatrical release or a Disney Plus release. I literally just wrote, no. bruh. No. 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 This is, this is creepy CGI cats. <laughs> yes. This is going to be Cats 2.0, and I don't like it. Why touch it? There are so many good movies that star people that could be live action. Yes. Why? I don't understand what the obsession is with turning movies about animals. Okay. So shall we get started with some fandom news? Yes, I think I'm done for now. You're first this time around. Oh, hey. Um, a new Daredevil series is officially moving forward at Disney Plus with Matt Corman and Chris Odd attached to write and executive produce, respectively. Doctor Strange 2, The Multiverse of Madness, has become 2022's highest grossing movie at the box office so far, surpassing Matt Reeves' The Batman, which made $68.5 million. Stranger Things 4 is going to have nine episodes with volume one containing seven episodes arriving on May 27th and volume two containing the last two arriving on July 1st, which I think is terrible. Why would you do that? Let me binge. (laughs) Disney's Celebrate America, a 4th of July concert in the sky, which is the like 4th of July fireworks show, is now listed on the Walt Disney World calendar for July 3rd and 4th. I'm excited. That'll be good. I'm happy again. Because it it was such a staple. And no. As the re-theming of Tarzan's treehouse continues, the entrance has been almost completely demolished. Um, The new theme has not yet been revealed, but should be coming out soon. Yes. Mark your calendars for May 31st because the first, quote, Walt Disney World store, end quote, and first ever interactive Disney Vacation Club virtual discovery station will open on iDrive in Orlando. Hold you on. seem confused. They just got rid of all of the Disney stores. Yet they're going to open another Disney store? On iDrive, yes. 
iDrive is already hell. Do not add more crap to iDrive. Uh, George Caligridis? I don't know. Um, sorry if I'm pronouncing that wrong. A Disney Parks executive and Walt Disney World opening cast member has announced his retirement. Yes. The Tony Ward Administration Committee has announced on May 23rd that legendary actress and five-time Tony Award winner Angela Lansbury will receive the 2022 Special Tony Award for Lifetime Achievement in the theater. Mrs. Potts? Yeah, she's getting her Lifetime Achievement in theater award, Good for which is her. so deserved. She so deserves I it. I love her. Composer Mark Shaman shared via Facebook that the first reading of Smash the Musical took place on Friday, May 20th. The musical is centered around the hit NBC television show, which had a successful two-season run back in 2012. News about the musical was announced back in 2020, with more information revealed in February of 2022 about the plans for a workshop in the summer. Yes. Season three of Love, Victor will premiere on Hulu, and then all three seasons will be coming to Disney+. Plus. A hero's job is never done. Baymax, original Disney Plus show... We'll start streaming on June 29th. Zombies 3 streaming on July 15th, only on Disney+. Plus. National Geographic's America the Beautiful, an original series, narrated by Michael B. Jordan, starts streaming on July 4th, only on Disney+. Plus. Corbin Blue is joining the cast on Season 3 of High School Musical, the musical the series, which starts streaming on July 27th on Disney Plus. Miss Marvel, an original series from Marvel Studios, starts streaming on June 8th, only on Disney, Disney Plus. Plus. Season 4 has already been officially confirmed for High School Musical, the musical, the series, prior to the season 3 release date. On, on Disney, Disney Plus. Plus. Calling out all heroes, prepared to assemble on July 20th, 2022 for Marvel Avengers Campus, an epic new land opening at Disneyland Paris. Which will be my sister's 16th birthday. Woohoo! She'll be able to drive. Wow. Stay off the roads. On her own. Yeah. If you live in Orlando or the greater Orange County area, stay off the roads. Um, shall we get into the outro? Yeah, I guess. I almost said intro when I went to go say outro. <laughs> well, I went, we will the outro. see you guys on the outro, I guess. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Fan Fatas. We are a proud part of the Real Fans Podcast Network. That's right. And if you want to check out more shows on the network, you can find them at rf4rn.com. Join us next week where we will be heading down to Radio City Music Hall to talk about the Tony Awards. Remember to subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. And subscribe to us on YouTube. Please leave us a review and comment down below to tell us what you thought of the show. And remember to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at FamFatalsPod for the latest updates and to possibly be featured in a future episode. Now, Emma, where can the people find you on social media? So my Instagram and TikTok are both at SniffyEmma, which is S-N-I-P-P-Y-E-M-M-A. What about you, Gams? I'm at Gabby Gent on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. That's G-A-B-Y-J-E-N-T. Our editing is by the wonderful Carol Lindsmeyer. And as always, thank you for tuning in. Bye! Bye! Music by this episode, not for the Commander Company, they're